What's up, everybody? You're listening to Back to the Feature. This is the podcast where we talk about films and entertainment. My name is Joseph. And I'm Edward. Today, we're going to be talking about Queen's Gambit. And I know Edward has a fondness for that that show, right? Yeah, I, was, I saw it the night it came out. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Queen's Gambit is a miniseries created by Scott Frank and Alan Scott. It's based off the novel by Walter Tavess. It stars Anya Taylor-Joy as Beth Harmon, who is an orphan chess prodigy. We follow her rise to the top of the chess world as she struggles with drug and alcohol dependency. I think that's probably the part of the show that i really liked (laughs) what her dealing with her her drugs yeah (laughs) when she's like a little little kid wanting drugs like out of the the cookie jar whatever that was she was a fiend when she was like 10 years old or something like that i don't know how old she was to be honest yeah she was pretty young um yeah man i think i i I really like the show i don't know why it took me so long to watch it i know we're a little bit behind it came out what like a month six two four Uh, i don't know probably like three months ago honestly yeah several months ago and um yeah i know you had watched it and like i heard it was good but it took me a while just to get around to it but it was it was a little slow. I'd say the first episode was a little little bit slow, just in the beginning. Mm-hmm. But I mean, once it got going, and and then like most most shows, it take it takes a couple of episodes to get going. But for this one, I think it just took like half of the first episode, and then I was like sucked into it. I got you. I'm I'm not gonna lie to you. I haven't seen it since I first saw it. But once you start talking about it, I'm sure I'm gonna remember it. I remember it being pretty good though. And I don't know, is her name, oh, you said Anya. I always said Anya. I don't know. Did I say Anya? Yeah, I don't said, know. Well, Anya, whatever. whatever it is. Onion. The girl from The Witch. <laughs> yeah, she's she's uh, she won the um, Golden Globe, right? Or, mm-hmm. yeah, Golden Globe for Best Actress. Yeah, and uh, what was it, movie? I forgot what they call it. Um, TV drama or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. I think it was well-deserved. Yeah, I think she I think she did pretty good. I'm not going to argue with you. Yeah, she she did a phenomenal job in, in that role. Um <clears throat> yeah so starting off with the show it just starts off and she's a little kid her you see her like get in a car accident or something she's having a nightmare about it right uh her mom you're all like <laughs> i'm trying to remember <laughs> no, no no it's fine so yeah she gets in a car accident and then that's how she becomes an orphan um her dad's mm-hmm. not really prevalent in her life and she gets into this orphanage she's just like a weird little kid and it takes some time you just see her like living at the orphanage and they start giving her drugs and this girl like tells her to um take the green pill at night and it's it's a um, tranquilizer yeah 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 that's right it's tranquilizer it's a tranquilizer so if you take i get i'm assuming it, it's a it um creates some kind of hallucinogenic effect or whatever it's like getting you high basically yeah pretty much i guess it's supposed to calm them so they can go to sleep mm-hmm. and so and i'm sure this is a thing because the show takes place in the early 50s this was in the 50s right because she becomes like a chess champ around in the 60s mm-hmm um mid to late 60s so yeah as in the in the early 50s and i'm sure that was a real thing that they were like giving kids drugs that they they were like hmm i didn't realize this causes like drug dependency i'm sure amongst of all kinds of other things that are outlawed today oh yeah for sure like people used to just smoke indoors mm-hmm. and everywhere i mean that's not even that long ago that they banned yeah. that but so she develops this drug dependency and then she stumbles across this um, janitor in the basement of the orphanage. He's playing chess and, you know, as a typical guy back in the day, I'm, he didn't really like, he was like, girls don't play chess. And she's like, I want to play. Mm-hmm. So he lets her play and he notices that she picks up the game really fast and then she, she actually beats his ass in like 
But he, but he's he like shows no remorse, right? He he plays her like an actual person at mm-hmm. first, and he makes her like lose a lot of times before she actually wins. Well, I mean, I, they only played a handful of games until she started winning. So she uh, she only lost a couple of times, and then he started beating her, and that's when he or she started beating him, excuse me, and that's when he realized, oh shit, this girl's like a chess prodigy, or she's got she's got mm-hmm. a gift here. But her thing is, is she would take the drugs, and then at night she would like see the chess pieces on the ceiling. And she would, I guess she would play chess or whatever. Yeah, like plan out all kinds of moves. Like, I guess she didn't know what they were called necessarily. Or at least at that time, right? She wasn't, because I know later on she's like reading books right. and all that stuff, all these different chess masters. And that's what was cool about um, the show is like, I didn't realize that there was, there was like strategy to chess like that. Like I learned to play chess when I was young, but I just knew all the moves. I didn't know that there were, there were like mm. defenses and different maneuvers and stuff like that so i mean i was never like that deep into it yeah i i learned how to play chess but honestly like chess and pool to me are like the exact same thing as far as like i know like what the, what they do but i'm not over there like calling my shot like i'm not like hey rook rook to f5 or whatever however the hell they say it yeah i guess like for me pool's more of just like I don't really give like yeah. I'm just gonna shoot, hit my ball, and if it goes and it goes in, I'm not like hey, you know, eight ball corner pocket type of thing. Yeah, and I and I uh, for me, chess is I do get that there is strategy involved, and I, I think that's why I I was drawn to it because it, it just involves a little more thinking. But I mean, I'm, I'm sure pool involves mm-hmm. strategy and stuff too. Not to knock pool, I'm sure there's some pool players out there. <laughs> You're just like uh, what the fuck. But anyways, um, getting back to the movie, <clears throat> the excuse me, the the mini series. You think there's gonna be a part two? Um, I don't see why there would be, to be honest. Well, I mean, what would it be that her her teaching someone else? Yeah, mm-hmm. see, I, I I don't. I'm not saying it can't be, but I just don't see a reason for it. Maybe there's like a new uh, chess master that emerges that she she feels compelled to to beat. Possibly another little kid. I have no idea. Yeah, I uh, I did some research after the show because I was like, mm, is this? Obviously, it's based off of a novel, a fictional mm-hmm. novel, so it isn't it isn't about a real person. Yeah, I was kind of disappointed to hear that when I found out. I was like, oh, I thought this was, you know, like a girl. It's basically a girl version of Bobby Fischer. Uh, yeah, yeah. that's It's based off of um, similar or real-life chess players, most of them being men. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of ironic because after the novel was written, a... a uh, uh, male or a female chess player quite like her who was a redhead and just like a child prodigy kind of emerged in the chess world i can't remember her name i think she was like polish or something like that or maybe like from some european Mm -hmm. country but i was like reading about it and she's considered like one of the greatest female chess players in the world and she was like the only female that was like ranked in the top 10 in the world in in terms of like men and women Mm -hmm. she was the only one that cracked the top 10 being as a just as a chess player and so. I'm curious as how much money they made because it made it seem like I mean they weren't like making tons of money but they're pretty well off I guess the better you got I'll be honest like I'm I'm sure it's like enough to like make a, a decent li- maybe like a six figure live yeah. salary living but I don't think you can make and I could be wrong but this is just my opinion I don't think you can make like millions unless you do what like um like a, a traditional athlete would do and and Have get sponsors. sponsorships wow. and stuff like that which there I'm sure there are sponsorships now mm-hmm. actually the the current chess prodigy in the world is, is magnus carlson uh he's considered like the greatest chess player right now uh he's a swedish i believe mm-hmm. or, or i think and um or i don't know actually i, I don't know I, I might be wrong on that but anyways um he makes over a million dollars a year but he does other things like 
he has other like revenue outlets and he does a lot of like photo shoots and stuff like that. So, yeah, but in this day and age, I'm just curious, is it, do like the best take on the best or do the best take on like a computer program? No, it's still people playing. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, like it's for me to consider myself the best. Do I have to beat you who's like second place or do I have to beat a computer that's considered first? No, I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't know that. Yet. I'm just curious. I mean, I think you'd have to beat another person. I don't think early computers get rankings. I, I mean, I'm not 100% sure, but there are, like, a lot of the things in the in the show are true. Like, you get rankings as a chess player and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I don't think machines are, like, capable of, like, being as... Because there is that um, that element to the show where she's more intuitive. She likes to, like, play off of... Uh, based off of what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. I forgot what they said it was. She's more of a she's less like methodical in terms of like thinking out every move that somebody and more of like, she's a reactive player, like how they would make a move. She would react to the move. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why they were like, Oh, she's got a lot of flair and stuff like that because most chess players probably aren't thinking in terms of reacting to other people. They're like trying to plan it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the character was awesome, man. So she had she develops this drug dependency, she she a drug and alcohol, and then it doesn't help that she does get adopted into this like dysfunctional family where the husband runs away, which is kind of weird to me because they never really explain. They're like he just went to Denver and he was gonna stay in Denver, so I don't know if he found another family over there. He just moved away. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it was kind of like... Um, He's being detained, that's what she said. From what I remember, it was kind of like a, a gift to the wife to let her, them adopt her, right? Or something mm-hmm. like that? Yeah. And he was like, I, I guess this will make you happy type of thing. Yeah, because... Th- yeah, that's the whole thing with their relationship is like, he was never home. He was always traveling. I mean, the guy just didn't love his wife. And mm-hmm. so he was just wanted to get her off his back. So he let her adopt a child or whatever. Yeah. Um, which was beth Harmon, the chess prodigy that's right that was her name and they kind of kept that from her because um in the show as a as a young child she she really develops this uh this addiction to those pills and they stop giving them those pills so she's like i need them and she she breaks into the little um nurse's office and like just starts eating them and then fucking like passes out Mm -hmm. and so after that they banned her from playing chess at the orphanage but i'm but and then it and then so like in that aspect the show is kind of weird because it jumped from her being a kid to being like a teenager who got adopted and they never talked if she kept playing or if she was like sneaking around playing oh um i would assume she kept playing just or at least in her head the way they made it seem like she could just play in her head while she was going to sleep yeah probably um but so yeah it jumps ahead to she's a kid and like nothing ever happened she never like kept playing in the world or whatever and then um she gets adopted and she wants to continue playing chess with she wants to go to a chess tournament and the mom gives her the or she doesn't the mom doesn't even give her the money how does i'm trying to think how does she get that money uh oh she asks um she asks the uh janitor or was he the janitor i don't know she asks him hey or she writes him a letter hey i'm i'm i want to sign up for this contest i'd appreciate if you could send me some money whatever i win i'll send you back your part and then I guess in the mail, he, he sends her that money to join that competition. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. That's that's exactly what happens. Um, she, she asked him for $5 and she says, I'll give you 10 back when I win, when I win, because she's mm-hmm. so confident that she's going to win. <clears throat> and which is interesting because the first time she goes, she, she knows nothing about the competitions. And that, that girl who was, 
I guess because she's a girl, they team her up like against another another girl, and but that girl ends up giving her like kind of like the basics, like hey, you know, this is what you gotta do. I, I don't remember exactly what she teaches her, but um, she's kind of like uh, simple things like with the clock. She's yeah. like, hey, this is how the clock works. This is the you have a pen and pencil to write your moves down, so you can keep track of the moves you're you you've played. Um, little things in a chess tournament that she knew nothing about, but she immediately picked them up like yeah. it was nothing. So uh, that was interesting to me too, because like, it's not just about knowing how to play chess. There's like rules in the competition that you also have to learn that she just, you know, was like, okay, <laughs> that's easy. And then like the best of the best was, um, he's been, he's been coming on a lot of stuff lately. I just know, I just know him as Neville from Harry, from Harry Potter but he was also in um, Devil all the time. He played the preacher who killed his wife. Spoiler alert. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot he was in that. Yeah. But uh, it was funny because, um, yeah, I was like, oh, I, I didn't realize this guy was in here. But he's like the prodigy of the town, I guess. Maybe. Uh, he's like the best in the state. Yeah, he, something like that. He's a Kentucky that. state champion. Yeah. And she beats him, doesn't she? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I don't think she ever – well – I don't think she ever loses until like she gets to like the the really the, the big time pretty much. Uh yeah, she had a draw against the um, I can't remember his name, but it's a cowboy guy with the with the leather jacket. Oh yeah, yeah, and he ends up well. So that was her in her mind. That was like her fair, first taste of defeat because mm -hmm. she um had a draw. She wants to win. Well, wasn't there also like a prodigy coming up, like a kid, and then she kind of like used uh she. I guess she used it against him that he was young and a boy. She kind of like, um, not necessarily flirted with him, but she was, you know, that's when she gets up and she's like walking around the, the table and he's trying to be serious, play her. And mm -hmm. he ends up, be she ends up beating him or making a draw or something. Yeah, it's like another Russian kid. Yeah. Um, she ends up beating him. I forgot. I don't know exactly what happens at that moment where he's like, um, I guess she realizes like, oh, this kid's pretty good too. Yeah, so really quick, a slightly off topic. So the, the current chess player, Magnus Carlsen, that dude started playing chess when he was like 13 or 14. I don't know. He, I mean, he started playing when he was a kid, like really young, but mm -hmm. he started playing tournaments when he was like or like 10 or 11 maybe. Mm -hmm. And I watched a video where he beat this um, like old, not old, but it was a man who was yeah. like, well, like, you know, he's one of the great, one of the best, probably like top 10 chess players. And this dude shows up. You can tell this dude's just annoyed. He's playing a kid. Mm -hmm. He shows up like an hour late, and then they ended up going into a draw. And like that kid, Magnus, like gets bored waiting for him to make his moves. And there's a video you can find it on YouTube. And he just starts like getting up and doing what Beth was doing. He's like uh -huh. standing up and he's like looking at other. He's like watching other chess players and just kind of like, like it's just something like a little kid would do that's like yeah. bored. And uh, yeah, I thought that was funny. And you could tell the guy who's playing was getting like really annoyed that he was doing that. And they ended up draw. They ended up. Uh, he didn't beat him, but it was a draw. Mm -hmm. And he was. They were like, "Do you think you could have beat him?" And he's like, "Yeah, looking back, I probably should have beat him." But I was like really nervous because he was like the top, like the one of the greatest chess players in the world at the time. Mm -hmm. And they were like, "You were nervous?" He's like, "Yeah." That's interesting though, because I mean, like you would think. I guess because he plays chess and like you you see like who the best of the best are, but like any like normal person, like hey, who's the best chess player in the world? You're like, oh hell, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like, oh. 
but yeah it, it was cool and then so going back to the the whole tournament thing yeah she she beats the best uh kentucky player in the world and she faces a lot of good opponents but one thing i like about the show is not only was the way it was shot but the way they show these chess tournaments um it's not boring you're not just sitting mm-hmm. there watching somebody play chess a lot of the times they just skip they start the they show the beginning of it and then they just cut to the end and she's already won and they're and she's like talking about her win with whoever she beat or whatever yeah I got you. Like we're like it. Some of them are kind of like easy for her, and um, it's like she has like something else on her mind. Isn't there a time where she like goes to like four or five guys like nothing? Mm-hmm. Like they just kind of show her like win, win, yeah. win. Yeah. Um, and then a, a big thing on the show is she she depends on the that little green pill. She she um, I think at one point. And I think it's the in the Kentucky tournament. She goes into the restroom and pops the pill, and she starts seeing the chess pieces on the. Oh, that's right. So she depends uh-huh. on on the the drugs to help her hallucinate to mm-hmm. visualize the the win. I guess. Yeah, the, her next move. Mm-hmm. I forgot about that. And then, oh, that's right. I was like, where else? I was like, where else does she get them? But she starts getting them from her mom, right? Yeah. Well, what about when the mom passes away? I don't know how she gets them still. Um. She's old enough. She just starts getting her own. Oh, her own prescription. Yeah, her own prescription. Oh, okay. But, you know, doctor, you can fucking doctor shop and find until you find somebody that'll give you a prescription for anything. I remember when the movie first started, or not the movie, the miniseries. Sorry, first started, and I was like, "Who's in her bed?" And then uh, later on, you find out it's her mom, wasn't it, or something? Um, no, that was a, a girl. I think was it, it was like a French chick. Mm. oh that's right mm-hmm. and, yeah, yeah yeah and she, she wakes up in the bathtub yeah she likes that guy also or you know she spends time with that, that cowboy guy mm-hmm. yeah. that's right yeah that and that's one thing i like about the show too is these characters so all these like they're not grandmasters but they're like you know the best of the best that she beats they always they come back into her life mm-hmm. and i think that's pretty cool how they show the chess community is just like a small community so you run into these people even journalists or whatever you constantly, you know, she's seeing them at other tournaments or she's having interactions with them or they're grabbing beers after the tournament and having like discussions about chess and stuff like that. And that's what I really like about the the, the character is how obsessed she is with her sport. I guess you can call it a sport because, you know, I I, I, uh, I can sympathize with that mm-hmm. obsession. And, I t- and Arissa too, I told Arissa when we were watching, I was like, oh, I love how obsessed she is. And she's like, I know you would. She's like, you're sick. And I was just like, I mean, hey, if, if you know, if, if all of all the things you can have be obsessed with, you know, at least you're obsessed with something like cool and interesting. So is chess more of a sport than e-games? <laughs> uh, no, I'd say they're equal. I mean, you can play chess online now, so. No, I guess would that right. be considered an esport now? I don't know. Could be. Yeah, I'm sure it is. We just we didn't do our research. <laughs> but well, I'd be pretty good at solitaire. <laughs> yeah, you just hit auto. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just click. <laughs> you don't even have to play. You just like click in the like. Oh yeah, you just double click the whichever yeah, wherever it just needs yeah, to go. Yeah, wherever it will go. Yeah, I have a, a funny story about that. So I'm pretty decent. I know how to play blackjack, mm-hmm. and I wouldn't say I'm like great at it but i'm decent at it and i went to a casino and i was like oh this is the one game card game I'm, i know how to play and i'm good mm-hmm. at and then, like i sat down and i don't know if i was just like intimidated or i had never played in kind of like beth never played in a tournament i had uh-huh. never played in person and so there's all these rules like the the um the dealer like can't like i don't know they can't fuck touch anything or you, mm-hmm. you know you don't give them money directly and you have to put the chips on the table so they can grab them and then mm-hmm. you know 
uh i I don't know it was just like it was just so like the pacing was so different i was just like kind of like i don't know what the fuck to do you know hell yeah dude i I remember when i went to the casino and i didn't even fuck with the game cards because uh i mean the 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 card games because i remember someone uh had told me that they had went to the casino they're like hey if you ever play jack jack blackjack they're like, don't lift your cards, or you're not supposed to like look at them or something, right? Yeah, something like that. I, I don't know, and I was like, I was too nervous. I was like, I don't want to get called out, fucking, you know. But um, well, so I got lucky because there's this like drunk lady there who like um probably like lived at the casino, mm-hmm. and she was all like, I'll help you, baby. I'll show you how to play. And I was uh-huh. like, okay. I'm mean, granted this is in Louisiana, mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, I was like, okay, cool. And so she was like, she was literally just like babying me like, okay, do this, do this. Like, mm-hmm. uh, do you want to hit? Do you want to, you do want to keep, you know, do you want to keep going or do you want to like yeah. whatever, whatever it's called, you know, stay or. I got you. So it was cool, man. It, it was yeah. cool. Yeah. I'll stay. Yeah. The, the dealer's all like, I suggest <laughs> you hit, sir. sir. <laughs> I too like to live dangerously. <laughs> that lady's like, this is what you do, baby, while she's telling you one thing. <laughs> her partner's on the other side sneaking chips off your table. Nah, it was just her. She was just all drunk. Some drunk, like, fucking cougar. <laughs> oh, that was nice of her. <laughs> she was, man. And then she took me back to her hotel room. <laughs> oh, that's another story. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's for another time. <laughs> nah, I'm just kidding. That never happened. What the lady or the t- or the red or the bedroom? The taking me to her hotel. Uh, <laughs> I was about to say, I want to hear the story after the podcast. I had, I had it was cool, man. It was like a fun experience. That's cool. Yeah, whenever I would go to the casino, I usually just do the slots. Whoa, what'd you call me? The slots. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I like slots. Yeah, yeah, you knew where that was coming from. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, whoa, this chick said slots. <laughs> This old lady knows where the slots are at. Hell yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> no, but um, g- yeah, go- going back to the show, man. Um, her performance was great. Mm-hmm. The story was really good, and and I'm not kidding. I kept finding myself. I paced myself. We watched an episode a night, mm-hmm. and it's only like seven, seven. Uh, yeah, it's like I think it's like eight, honestly. Seven or eight one hour episodes, totally doable. If you watch one a night, you can finish it within a week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we paced ourselves, but I, I, I wanted to keep watching more after every episode. I was like, I want to see what happened next. Oh, mm-hmm. I want to see what happened next. So in that respect, they did a really good job of, of keeping, keeping you intrigued, keeping intrigued. Yeah, for sure. What was it? What was the deal with her haircut? They never explained it. Was, I guess did all the girls at the, at the, uh, what do you call a place where the orphanage orphanage? I was um, like, what do you play? What do you call a place where all adopted kids go? <laughs> yeah. I was like, do they all have that haircut? But I don't think so. No, no. She just, I think she just had that weird little haircut as a kid. Yeah, and then, I don't know. I was but like, she, her, her style, that was another cool thing about the show. Her style evolved as she got older and started oh, making yeah. more money. Yeah. You know? She got money. Yeah. Cause everyone was making fun of her at first. Yeah. And then, and then like all, Oh, and then I like how she goes back and like, I mean, it's just like, you know, anything else. But uh, she goes back to, like, her hometown, and she sees the girls that used to make fun of her. You know, like, they're, you know, they're married with kids and stuff. And, she, you know, she's over here, like, buying the fancy clothes that she always wanted and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty cool. She has her own money. I thought that was cool. because Yeah, she runs into this high school chick. And it's funny because she sees her, and this chick's just, like, the popular girl in school. But now she's, like, married with a, hu- a kid. And a, yeah. and she's, like, you could tell she's a drunk. She's a drunk, too, because she has, like, liquor bottles just, like, under the baby carriage. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she sees all, she sees that thing of, 
mm-hmm. of uh isn't she getting liquor also herself though yeah yeah okay, she's, okay I mean, that's she right. had, but that's the thing she's like oh we're not so different like mm-hmm. you're you are probably really unhappy with your life because you didn't do anything with it and you just settled down and fucking uh <laughs> had, a, had, had, a kid. A, had a kid not that there's anything wrong with that. that i mean that's perfectly fine for most people to do but just the fact that she made fun of her for like when she was in school yeah and and now she's like you know she made fun of her and then beth is the one who's living this like cool exotic life traveling mm-hmm. the world playing chess tournaments doing all this like really cool stuff that this girl's probably never ever going to get to do mm-hmm. uh i will say my favorite scene of the entire movie is when uh She's dancing in her living room. I don't know if you know what scene I'm talking about, but uh, is it towards the end? Is it towards the end when she's all wasted? Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay, yeah. I think uh, I think my I think my internet was lagging that day, <laughs> so I had to rewind it. <laughs> Sick. What? Yeah, but she looked gross when she put that weird eyeliner. Oh, she's trying dude, to look you're like... not lying. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I was like, what the hell is she trying to do? You're hot still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right and she gets invited to go participate or watch or judge or something yeah to just like go take pictures and like talk to neat reporters and just kind of be like just be a part of this like tournament or whatever Mm -hmm. it's like oh we have this celebrity beth Harmon here yeah and that was like her lowest point in her life Um, yeah because you know spoiler alert her uh adopted mother passes away and i like that's another thing i like the relationship with her her and her mom had Mm -hmm. um it was a her it was her adopted mother but dude you can tell there was like love there the mom the mom loved her and needed her and she loved and needed her mom and it wasn't so much of a, a mother-daughter relationship, even though she called her my mom and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But that lady was definitely there for her and like um, a, a support system for her. Mm-hmm. They were a support system for each other. And I, I, I don't know. It was just so unique to me. I thought I've never really seen anything like that on, on in a movie, uh, like a relationship like that. Yeah, you know, I felt sad for that lady because her first husband leaves her and then she gets she finds some kind of happiness. Where are they at? Mexico, right? Yeah, she gets with that guy, and then like he just uses her. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And I'm just like, man, that's poor lady. Kind of just like a hookup mm-hmm. until he got tired of her. Did she say that he went back to his family or something like that? Um, he went. He had to go to a business trip to you. <laughs> he just like didn't. <laughs> Everyone's just on a business trip. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's my. It, it's good, dude. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's and that's the interesting thing about it is you see like everyone else has their own story. Everyone else has their own problems. It's not just her mm-hmm. even though she is highly destructive in terms of her trajectory to to, to stardom because she does have all the success and, and fame and and fortune that people crave but she's like profoundly unhappy and she uses she abuses alcohol and drugs to fill that hole inside of her mm-hmm. and we've you know we've talked about that in on the show before about alcohol and stuff like that and and how um you know i've uh you know whatever i've abused it in the past and you know it's kind of getting over it or whatever but it's cool man i'm drawn to i'm drawn to shit like that i i really really like seeing these damaged characters who are highly functioning and successful Mm -hmm. but they're so unhappy and and they're so destructive to themselves and it's it's this like arc that is it's you see the rise the fall and then the redemption um of of the character mm-hmm. and that's what we get in the show and i think that's what's really appealing in to me at least no yeah um i'm trying to think um uh, at the end of the at the end of the series though she wins um that's not a spoiler it should be obvious uh but what did you think about when she went she goes to like the park and like all it's like pretty much like a, a group of old men they're playing and like oh you're beth you just won 
you know, I like how they ended it, right? Where, mm-hmm. what did she say? She said something like, let's play. Yeah, let's play. In Russian. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't know how you say it in Russian, but. <laughs> what were you about to say? I was about to say Rasputin. <laughs> I don't know where the hell I got that yeah, from. I think that's a name, but. Oh, it could be. I have no idea. But, um, uh, and I was gonna, No, but another thing I was going to tell you was, uh, you know, what's pretty messed up is like how the mom dies and the dad comes back and he's like, doesn't he have a lawyer or something? He's like, I want the house. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I was like, man, that's cool. I was like, you took off, and like, the only thing you want is, like, your house back. I think how she calls him dad. <laughs> I'm she... your daughter. Yeah, she's like, oh. I'm your daughter. He's, like, on paper. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He's cold. But he was like that from the very beginning, though. Yeah, you can tell he was, like, a piece of shit. What are you looking up over there? Uh, how to say let's play in Russian. Oh. Davayat igrat. I don't know if that's correct. Uh, <laughs> we'll just go with it, or you could just say it like Antonio Banderas in uh, uh, Desperado. Let's play. Is that what it says? <laughs> yeah. Oh, is that the very beginning of the movie or what? Um, when he's a mariachi, n- I think it's like towards the end where mm. it's like he's gonna like have a shootout and he's like, "Let's play." Oh god. <laughs> and then uh, the other part where wherever those guys are like "Matalo" and he's like "Not yet." <laughs> his little guns come out of his sleeve. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's when his suitcase opens up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whoa, whoa, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not against you guys. That's right. They're like, "It's him." Yeah, 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 it's me, it's me. He's like, this is. Like, I am not against you guys. I just want to know where, uh, what's his name, Bucho is. And then that's when Cheech is like, Matalo. Yeah, he has that, that uh, oh no, not him, so, uh, that, that guy next to him. I'd be that guy. You would be Cheech, I'd be that guy that next to him at the bar. The, oh, like the guy with the like leather vest <laughs> yeah. on. Who takes uh, Quentin Tarantino to the back. Mm-hmm. That'd be me. I don't have much lines. I'm like, let's just do this real quick. <laughs> let's. <laughs> um, yeah, man. Oh, hang on a second. My thing stopped uh, recording. But yeah, well, oh, tell me. I want to I hear what you liked about the show. What was your favorite part? Uh, my favorite part is probably her relationship also with uh, that girl that was in the orphanage with her. I like how you find out, you know, that uh, she kept she kept that book. And uh, so... For anyone who hasn't seen it, Beth, uh, the, the main the main girl, her name is Beth. She's she's getting adopted, and she's looking for this book that uh, the old man she used to play with gave her. And it's kind of like, it, it, I don't know, remember if it's like a chess. It's a chess book for sure, but I don't remember exactly what it was. Yeah, I think about like chess moves and strategy and stuff like that. Yeah, and she's like, someone stole it. And anyways, and uh, you find out later on that, that her friend took it because she missed her and she didn't want to you know, be without her. Yeah, it's kind of like a spite. She's like, "You're getting adopted, bitch. I'm gonna take your your book." But to be fair, I mean, that girl. I I feel. I mean, I'm sure that happens in real life. I feel bad for kids who are like 17, 18, who never get adopted. It's kind of yeah, sad. It sucks. But that's so. Going back to the show, that's the cool thing. It's we see that character and how she grew up and how she like made her own, paved her own path in the world. And there's a line that that character said. I can't. I wish I remembered her name. And it is like the most profound thing in the show to me. And she tells her. She goes, you have been so good at what you do for so long that you 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 don't know how hard it is, it's been for the rest of us. Okay. And dude, that just fucking struck a chord. Ah, oh, pardon my French. That just stuck a chord, struck a chord with me because mm-hmm. like, you know, I, I didn't find what I enjoyed and what I was good at until I was like later on in life, you know? And then I was like, oh, this is my thing. This is what I'm good at. This is what I want to do. Yeah. And, and, uh, it's crazy to, and there are like, you know, prodigies out there, like little kids who like instantly are good at something and then 
practice it and become the best at it mm-hmm. and that's like their whole life which is cool there's nothing wrong with that but like i can't i can't understand that i can't relate mm-hmm. to that what about someone what about someone who was let's just say they're really good at something like some let's just say someone you went to school with they're really good at something and then they just like drifted away from it and you're like you know you kind of think like what happened that you don't want to do that anymore like Let's just say you were like the best artist in school. Like, why don't you do that anymore? And they're like, I don't just got tired of it. Well, I think the show explores quite the opposite is that, um, yeah, people do get tired of doing these things. So Beth grows up and she meets all these people that she used to compete against who aren't doing that anymore. Like the Kentucky State champion guy. He, mm. he he moved on with his life. He went to to school to be an engineer. Isn't he like bagging groceries or something? Yeah, he's a he's a grocery store manager, but he's he's going yeah. to college part time as he's mm-hmm. studying to be a uh, electrical engineer or something like that. She meets she meets this other girl, the girl that in the first tournament that they put her against that she helped her showed her all the things. She meets her again at a tournament and the girl's like oh you know i'm just so proud i was your first uh official chess match oh, and right. she's like oh are you still playing she's like oh no i gave up years ago i'm i'm in uh i'm a i'm a i'm going to school to be a doctor now oh yeah and so she sees all these people who are who are who have moved on from chess in their life mm-hmm. and and like I, I can't help but think she probably kind of feels like shit because she's just like oh i'm still playing the game you know yeah but she's really good at it and yeah it makes she, her money yeah she's the best and and she is good at it but it's kind of like I would I would say it's like kind of like it sucks to see people move on that get to move on mm-hmm. because in a way she's trapped doing that because that's the only thing she's fucking good at. Yeah. Now what else is she going to do? She can't go to college or I mean she could but mm-hmm. you know she probably doesn't want to. Yeah, and she gives she gives that old man uh his props. Mm-hmm. She's like make sure you put that in the paper. Well, she did. She so yeah, at the she did she got interviewed and she said that he taught her and they didn't publish it. So, mm-hmm. unfortunately, it was after he passed away, but she was like make sure you publish that. Like yeah. everyone should know this man is the one who taught me chess. So. Mm-hmm. And she goes back to her old orphanage and she sees that he kept all those like uh kind of like the newspaper clippings of her that she was winning. Like he was kind of like like that was not necessarily his daughter, but like hey, you know, like he followed her little uh her, her little rise to fame yeah for sure yeah it was cool and you could tell he's probably just like proud of her or whatever so i liked it man mm-hmm. it, it was a good it was a really good show there's so many different like things to like about it i highly recommend if you haven't seen it already i would recommend you go watch it yeah go check it and out and if you had i hope we did the hope we did it justice because i'm really proud i mean i'm proud i'm really <laughs> uh i really enjoyed it and i'm really proud of beth Harmon. edward last thing you'd like to say about it can't wait to see the uh the northern men huh northern men with uh with anya taylor joy is that a movie or it's a movie <laughs> i said about the show but okay <laughs> <laughs> well, that was the only thing i could think the of actress okay so edward has brought me my <laughs> my my christmas present and today today's date is march 13th march 13th um hey better late than never yeah i was actually gonna save it for this year's christmas but i was like nah i mean you probably could have i wouldn't have <clears throat> so let's go ahead and open this up on camera i thought it was like something in the movies yeah uh-huh. i see something blockbuster I, th- I have to say i do love the wrapping paper it's it's awesome what is this party game a movie game for anyone who has ever seen a movie yeah um, i don't know for sure i just know it has to do with movies we've definitely seen a movie uh bring home the entertainment the golden age of video rental is back with a party game starring the movies you know and love and like all great blocks but blockbusters this is this one is a double bill 
Part one is a movie buzzer battle. Part two is a triple charade Jeopardy. Like, let the good times roll. I like this, dude. Awesome. Badass. I'm going to definitely play this. <laughs> it looks like, yeah, I like how it's like an old, like, VHS tape. Yeah. Amy and Megan, if you're watching this or and or listening, we're definitely going to play this. Um, we always play, when we go over to their house, we always play, like, uh, some, like, meme. What's that meme? Have you played that? Name uh, it that sounds meme familiar. or something. It's kind of like Cards Against Humanity. Kind of like, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say like Twister or something. Shoots and ladders. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Break my hip. Uh, <laughs> thank you, Edward. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Seriously. This is a badass gift. Better than that fucking hat I got you. <laughs> this one is actually has more thought into it. Nice. What? Um, you remembered my team. Oh, that's true. Uh, but to be honest, you probably just walked into like lids and there was like 90% Spurs stuff. <laughs> no, I always, I'm not. Yeah. When I, when I get gifts, I'm, it's always like always hard to, I, I just don't know what you want. You know, I don't know what to get you. Yeah, well, I was like, hmm, what's Joseph like? Oh, of course, movies. That's an easy one. I was, I should have threw some popcorn in there. Fucking Pornhub, prepaid Pornhub subscription. Jesus. Um, I'm just kidding. Uh, no, yeah, in terms of, like, gifts, what, like, say I want to, mm-hmm. let's say, what do you want right now? If somebody's going to buy you a present, what would you want? Oh, do you know what? That's hard because I'm the type of person, like, I usually buy myself whatever I want throughout mm-hmm. the year. So when Christmas comes, I don't know. Honest, I, I guess a gift card. A gift card is always good with me. Yeah, but yeah, but what if somebody wanted like this is like a, this is a good gift. I okay. It. Um, damn. Um, probably clothes. I don't know. I, you can't go wrong with the t-shirt. Or yeah, something. for sure. Um, uh, I was like, I was gonna say the same thing. I don't buy stuff. Mm-hmm. there's some people who like to buy like i was talking to steven he was like oh, i like to buy a bunch of little things like shoes and shirts and whatever i don't mm-hmm. know i don't buy anything like that but i do like to buy ex- really expensive like camera camera shit and computer yeah. stuff like i like tech so mm-hmm. i don't ever expect anyone to buy me uh like a new laptop or you know get me that new sony camera that i want to get it's like um you know just uh you can give me some money it'll it'll go towards getting that yeah and, i don't know my mom i always tell my mom my mom always gives me money but she hates giving me money if that makes sense she's like i know what to get you but i hate giving you money and i'm like why i'm like i'm gonna get whatever i want with it i'm yeah. like, actually probably just gonna go towards a bill to be honest with you yeah i'm the same way i would prefer to just give people money because i'm like i would like with arissa i hate mm-hmm. shopping because like she's kind of picky and I, I don't want to get her like something she's not going to use or like and i'd mm-hmm. rather just like give you the money to get you what you want yeah but it does take the because i i do get it though because the, when the the thought is it's it means more when you get somebody something they like yeah but i don't know i mean i guess i'm just the type of person who i'm like you know how hard it is for me to give up like just ten dollars to you like randomly like yeah that's a lot of love girl you better li- you better like it damn bro <laughs> you cheap bastard <laughs> uh, 20 bucks my bad there you go <laughs> i'm just saying you know it's like mm-hmm. i don't know i'd rather get you i'd rather give you like 20 bucks than spend like you know ten dollars on something yeah i feel you so what's been going on in the edward verse oh man dude if you can't tell by the way i look bro i look like a trucker <laughs> oh, i've just been so busy dude like i want to go get a haircut but like i'm just like so busy like with you. work yeah it's like it's crazy you get a haircut and a shave I'm, I'm waiting dude. i can't wait to go get one you're gonna shave no oh, oh. i mean i'm gonna trim it up like, oh, kind of gotcha. probably like look like yours gotcha, but I'm gotcha. just saying. yeah you've been working a lot mm-hmm. that sucks man well i mean good you're i mean it's paid. good that i have a job but yeah it just it sucks i gotta be there all the time mm-hmm. gotta sell hours of your life <laughs> <sighs> yeah 
Nah. Um, yeah, dude, I, I don't like, I, I feel you because like when I have a goal to like, I want to get something like, you know, a couple, you know, we wanted it. We were like looking to buy a house. Dude, I was able to kill myself. Like I, I was working like whatever, like over a hundred hours on a check sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, but, but that's because I had a goal to work towards. Oh, I got you. Dude, uh-huh. if I don't have a goal, I cannot do that. Like I'm like, I can't just like stack bread for the purpose of stacking bread. You I know, you. does that make sense to you? Yeah, I got you. you know I mean, but not even just the fact, like, I don't know in my head, I'm a lot of times when I'm at work, I'm just like, okay, I don't, when I reach a certain amount of hours, I'm like, you know what? I don't have to worry about, you know, the rent. I don't have to worry about, basically bills. I guess you could say like, I know I'm going to have money to cover myself for the, for the following month. Yeah, you know, which I mean, which isn't a great way to look at it, because, but you know, it it makes me feel it makes me feel secure. I got you. Um, no, because like I already, I just like, I mean, like what I make and my bills, like it just, I just have auto pay on everything, and mm. it just takes out what it takes out, and I've already at the point like I know what I have left, and also like, I, and what I do is like I have in my um when I get paid direct deposit, I, mm-hmm. I just automatically take like a certain amount out of my check and, and it puts it into my savings. So when I get paid, um, my bank deposits, what I, you know, what I make into my checking and then what I put into my savings, it takes out. So it's like, I don't even have to like worry about messing with any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm saving money. I know I'm saving money every month. And then what I have is paying the bills. And then what I have left over, does that make sense? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So like I just, I'm like, yeah. but like when we were getting the house, I was like, okay, I, yeah, I need to make as much money as I possibly can to, you know, put down for the down payment or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in terms of that, I was like, yeah, the more, the better. Yeah. But I get what you're saying as far as like having something to work towards mm-hmm. instead of just like, feel like I'm just working for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm just working to work. Yeah. Yeah. And then and then a lot of times, honestly, I remember because like, uh, I mean, like when I first had a job, like I was making like six bucks an hour and, you know, like compared to what I make now, I'm like back in the day. Yeah. I'm like, where the fuck does all my money go? Yeah. Well, you probably had less responsibility. Oh, that then. Too. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used to pay like two fifty, like rent. Jesus. I, when I had my own little place. That's that Lockhart living. No, this is in Mar- this is actually in Martindale. Oh, it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty close to San Marcos. You're right in the middle. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I wouldn't say worse, but you know it's just smaller. Yeah, I was right on the river, though. I will tell you that I never went in there, but I was the right border. On it. Yeah, <laughs> see, <laughs> you didn't oh, build no. a wall. No. Uh, what? But besides, so besides Queen's Gambit, you ain't watched nothing else. Queen's Gambit. Um, no. Oh yeah, yeah. I watched the Spider Man's. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Continue he, my Marvel mm-hmm. infatuation, which is crazy, man. I mean, that you tell me you're watching this and that, and it—I don't want to sound like negative, but it to me, it's weird because it's like I wish I could be as excited as you are that you watched them, but I'm like, I don't know. There's there's something about me. I'm like, should I go back and watch it too? But then I'm like, nah. yeah, fuck that. Um, no, I'm just watching them because I'm bored. There's really nothing else going on, and like, like I said, WandaVision just like piqued my interest in all this mm-hmm. stuff again. So like I want to go back and so I caught up on the Spider Mans. They're good, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you finish part two? Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, so so you saw at the very end where it was all like uh, they reveal who he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's that's the part I was gonna talk to you about. Who Jake Gyllenhaal? And uh, no, uh, remember at the very end, like they they bring back um, I don't know his name, but uh, God dang it, he's the teacher from Whiplash. Um, I'm trying. To- J- oh, uh, I J- didn't see that uh, end credit. J.K. Oh, yeah. J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why I was going to say oh, J.K. They, they bring back him as the dude of the Daily. Yeah, the the one that runs the newspaper. What's it called? Daily Beagle. Yeah. Well, anyways, he comes out and he tells everyone that uh, Peter Parker's Spider Man. 
Oh, really? So at the very end, everyone knows who Spider-Man is. Yeah, it wasn't that big of a secret. He was like really bad at um, keeping it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's so obvious. He's always disappearing and shit when everyone else <laughs> is like there. Like literally everyone figures it out. It's pretty funny. Um, no, I was just going to say, I I started watching um, just random stuff. Uh, I like yesterday we were watching this thing called I don't think it's called Killer Kids, but I'm just gonna call it Killer Kids, and it was interesting. It's basically like uh, these kids who committed these like horrible crimes when they were like in their teens, mm-hmm. and there's like this um, bill that passed where it was talking about like when you're a teenager, you know, this part of your brain isn't fully developed, and you should get a second chance at parole and whatnot. So you hear from like you hear the you hear about the murder or the crime. And then you hear from the victim's family. You hear from the the person who committed the crime. You hear from the investigation team, all the the, the cops and stuff. And it was interesting. Hmm. But, I, I mean, I was talking to Valerie, and I was like, you know what? At the end of the day, though, they made me feel bad for this kid who committed this murder. But at the same time, you committed a murder, mm-hmm. you know? It's like, yeah, I'm sorry you grew up from in a bad neighborhood, and you had a tormented, like, childhood. But, you know, at the end of the day, no matter what, you can't bring back this person you killed. And uh, I don't know, I I don't know why we've been watching a lot of stuff like that lately. Like we watch a lot of Dateline, and we, sick. and we talk about how we would kill each other and get away with it. Jesus, <laughs> it's for real. It's pretty funny. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <laughs> damn, dude. Well, because it's all Dateline is always like you know a husband killed a wife or a wife mm-hmm. and killed a husband. I think it'd be really hard to get away with anything these days, though. Yeah, I know. That's what I was thinking. I was like, I can only imagine like in twenty years, like the technology. Well, it really depends too, because co- I mean, it just depends on like where you do it too, because like mm-hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure certain cities cops are just dumb as shit, <laughs> like no, don't know how you. to investigate a murder properly. Hell yeah, which is crazy because sometimes like they'll be like. A lawyer, like a a, low, a real good lawyer, come in and be like, "Yeah, these cops, you know, they ruin this crime scene and they just throw the case out." Yeah, I'm that's like, God, it's really what happens. But you know, they're just inept. Something like, and I, it, it made me think because you were talking about we were talking. Well, I said the future of how they would do that stuff. I was thinking of Minority Report. I never seen it, but I actually started it. It's a good movie. I know. I was like, I didn't know Colin uh, Farrell was in this movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's young in there. Yeah, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, directed him. <clears throat> Good shit. Saw that a long time ago. Tom Cruise. I yeah. I just started it. I think I'm like 40 minutes in. Hmm. Hmm. Oh, and I did see Coming to America. Oh, is that trasher? <sighs> I'm not gonna lie. It wasn't bad. There's one part. If I if I could take out this one certain part, it would probably make it pretty good. I'm not gonna lie. There's a part where the the prince. Um. So uh, Eddie Murphy's son. That he's like the prince. He raps, and I'm like, there's, there was no reason for you to rap at all. Like, you're not like an up and coming singer or nothing. Like, you just start rapping out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. They just maybe the guy wants a, a rapping career, he, so they're I, like, let's showcase him in the movie. I guess, but it, there was really like no point for it, like whatsoever. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, we're about to wrap up the show, but before we do, it's time for the trivia part about I forgot to include it, so we gotta oh. we gotta get that um, Queen's Gambit trivia if anyone knew. It's, uh, brought to you in part by IMDb. So on the last episode when we we're doing that trivia, mm-hmm. I found all the footage for uh, that we talked about how like uh, Vision was blue. I found like footage of him blue and shit. Oh, okay. Um, I saw they did actually record the some of it in front of a live studio audience. Uh, there's like a featurette where they talk about it. Uh-oh. So yeah, all that trivia was like pretty legit. So I'm DB, good on you, good on you. So I'm gonna go ahead and just trust what you have to say, and we're gonna read a little bit more. 
Is this Queen's Gambit Queen's trivia? Gambit trivia, okay. yes. All right. Do you want me to answer or are you just going to tell us? No, no, it's just telling you. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> in autumn 2020, multiple news outlets, including the New York Times, blah, 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 uh, reported that due to the popularity of the series, sales of chess sets had skyrocketed and interest in learning the game had greatly increased. I, that is 100% true because after I watched that, mm-hmm. I downloaded chess on my phone again. I was like, you know what? I'm going to start playing chess again. And then I started doing all this research and like, what was the show based off of? And mm-hmm. I started watching like YouTube videos of that Magnus Carlsen guy, like destroying all these like chess veterans when he was like a kid. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if you did that, but. I think I downloaded Candy Crush and then I deleted it. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, unlike a majority of movies and television shows depicting chess boards, the chess boards are always set up correctly in the series and the chess games and positions are realistic. National Master Bruce Pandafini and Grandmaster Gary Kasparov acted as consultants of the series. Yeah, that's that's not hard to believe. Mm-hmm. That's legit. You know, uh, real quick, I didn't mean to throw you off topic, but I saw another chess movie with uh, John Leguizamo. I forgot what it's called. It came out. It came out this year or last year. But it was more like a um, Dangerous Minds type of chess. You remember the movie Dangerous Minds with Michelle mm-hmm, Pfeiffer mm-hmm, and the Bad Kids? Mm-hmm. It's like that, but they play chess. <laughs> okay. No, I'm just telling you they're like they're like they're like kids who are like in uh, they're like the, pretty much the bad kids, and he with teaches chess, them yeah. yeah he teaches them how to play chess to like get out of I don't know, get out of the situation they're in. And then I'm sure I I, get, I can already tell you how this movie ends. They have mm-hmm. to go up against these like bougie white kids who are just like the the greatest of the greats and then they have like a chess tournament and they end up beating them to prove to everyone that they're like these ghetto kids can play chess god are you reading from the back of the dvd <laughs> is that what happened no well uh, it's pretty close i'm not gonna lie it's pretty close it's a, it's a, it's not a group of kids it's it's like one prodigy oh, kid okay out of the group yeah and he's fighting okay or he's not fighting but okay cool back to the trivia it took writer and producer alan scott about 30 years to get this show in a production during that time, he wrote the story nine times and approached several studios. Each studio rejected the show as they believed that nobody would be interested in chess. Ironically, this show became the most viewed show on Netflix, attracting over 62 million viewers worldwide within a month after its debut. Mm-hmm. 30 years this fucking guy wanted to make this show. That's insane. But could you imagine? I don't think it would have been as successful in the 80s. I mean, honestly... It probably would have because books are books are books, you mm-hmm. know, like shit based off of books are almost always good because you have more, you have more source material to explore. Mm-hmm. And I think turning it into a miniseries was, was the right choice. I'm not a huge fan of like hour long episodes, but in this case, I think it was the, the right choice. Mm-hmm. Interesting. 30 years. Hopefully uh, that doesn't take me that long to put out a, a movie. Was it written? Uh, was that book written by a man or a woman? Uh, yeah. Walter Tavess. Oh, Tab- for, for, I don't know. I, I guess I, maybe the maybe the series was directed by a woman. All right, and this is the last one. In an interview, Anya Anya Taylor mm-hmm. Anya Anya Taylor Joy Beth Harmon said that before taking the role, her level of chess knowledge was zero, none. She went on to say that throughout the filming of the series, she was invited into a very secret world. It was so exciting to be able to have the pressure of you to learn this very complicated sequence over three boards. Blah 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 blah. So she didn't know shit about chess, and then she learned it for the show. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm interesting all right sorry guys that was that was the uh we're gonna go ahead and end on that note i i wanted to include that before mm-hmm. we wrapped up uh queen's gambit but i kind of forgot so oh that's fine maybe isn't that how we ended it last time with trivia maybe yeah possibly i think we did it a little sooner but hey you know what we're we're, we're getting our thing together yeah. so anyone who's new to the show we've been doing this for over three years now 
The podcast? Yeah. No way. No, two, dude, we started last year. Two years. We started in 20, like, we started at the end of 2019. 2019. Yeah. Yeah. And to be fair, I heard it takes 100 episodes to get good. But so, <laughs> I mean, we should have done more. We've taken so many breaks. I don't know why, for some reason, I'll three years. So we've done it for over a year. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. The, yeah. We started in December 2019. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was episode one. Yeah. Interesting. It was with Vice. Yeah. <laughs> that came out in 2019. At the end of 2019. Yeah. It's just, it doesn't, it seems so long ago. I feel uh, like 2020 was a long year. Yeah. Anyways, we're approaching, approaching a hundred episodes. We're on 80, 90, 80, or no, we're on 90 now. This will be our 90th episode. Oh, nice. So 10 to the big one hundo. Mm-hmm interesting anyways guys thanks for listening thanks for supporting we do have a youtube channel out now please go and subscribe to that check it out you're going to get the full experience in the youtube you get to watch us and um edward do you have anything to add yeah make sure you uh, you like it and if you talk shit make sure we're gonna oh, oh shit your, your camera died. oh let me yeah turn there. that camera on i already do this there you go what was the question do you have <laughs> anything to add about i mean to the audience oh yeah uh Go support us. We appreciate it. Anyone who listens, new or old, we appreciate it. Appreciate the support. We're just a bunch of guys who are big fans of movies. Well, I, and I want to make them for a living. Yeah. Oh. And Edward wants to write my coattails. <laughs> yes, I do. I will all the way to the top. I, I told you I'd get you donuts. You will, man. I I'm a, I like to lift my friends yeah. and family. I want people to rise to the top. Hey, but I, it has to be at least 50K a year to get you donuts. That's, can, can we make that happen? That's it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, shit. I'll be able to get him donuts. Bro. All right. I'll be happy with that. What were you going to say? Oh, uh. R.I.P. to my draft house, man. Nah. Well, yours, I mean, mine are still alive. Yeah, but... Austin's still going strong, and hopefully they don't go away, because uh, once we all get vaccinated, I'm going to be back at the theater. I'm going to be at that bar. Jeez. I, I mean, does the vaccination... I'm going to be doing nose beer. I mean, drinking beers. Wow. <laughs> Just kidding. No, I do want to go back to the... Oh, it's dead now. But I do want to go back to the draft house, man. At least, at least once. But it has to be like a, it has to be a movie that I'm not gonna, I can't see anywhere else. But the, you know what? Since you're getting into Spider Man, I just thought about it. Spider Man is gonna be theater only. Oh well, Spider-Man maybe we 3. can go back. Oh. I, I got to be vaccinated though. But anyways, guys, thanks. We're gonna be uh, wrapping up the episode. Spider Man Three. Maybe we'll go check it out. Edward. Edward, anything to say? Get vaccinated, guys. <laughs> Get that little prick in your arm. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Everyone who listened, everyone who supports us, mm-hmm. and we'll see. We we look. I can't talk. Uh, we look forward to next week when we take you back to the feature. Bye. Bye.